important podcast. Spring is here. Spring is here. Sunshine, rainbows, and puppy dogs. And we're glad to be alive. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the We Important Podcast. I'm your host, Harry. And I am your other host, Q. I don't like the word co-host. It's belittling. Okay. I know we do it to slight each other, but it hurts my feelings. That's definitely why I didn't want to. I was like, ah. You know? Co-host. I'm not co-host anything. Would it have been systematic racism had I called you my co-host? You're trying to find line. Trying to real fine line there. I say you guys are equal partners. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not a fan of the co-host thing either. Separate. Host one, host two, you know. I'm one. I'm two. Who's the cat? The cat. In the hat. Thing one, thing two, host one, host two. Today that's you. Today that's me. And who are you? I'm what? Hannah Crandall. Hey, how's it going? Happy to be here. Uh, happy hi. to have you. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Hannah is the lead singer of a band called, I hope I'm not saying it wrong, Trust, right? Golden. Perfect. I, it, I don't think it doesn't look hard to pronounce. It's no, not anymore. Because the oh, V, used the to, V used to throw uh, people for a loop. Got gotcha, you. Yeah. That's part of the reason why it's gone. But now we're just a boring T R U S S. So what's the name? So mean? boomer. Oh God. Are you, you know that's this. the question that's gonna it's get asked. It's so lame. Isn't it an acronym? No, you know what? That would make it a little bit cooler if it were an acronym. Oh damn. Which is, I mean, we're setting the bar low. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, acronyms are not like no. I'm in a band with uh, three guys, and all three of those guys are engineers. Trust. Engineering. It just, yeah. it just happened. It's one syllable. You know, it's like Bush or Rush. You can't love it. You can't hate it. It's just kind of a yeah, just yeah. one syllable, easy to remember thing. So here we are. It's great for marketing. None of us love sure. it. None of us hate it. I think it's, here we are. I think it's a cool name. I think it looks cool. That's my thing. I really started to like it when we came up with the logo that I yeah. liked, and I was like, "All right, now I'm getting the feel for it." You yeah. know, like we had a whole a good shape to it, and yeah, but before then, when we had the V, that was a hot mess. We got Tervis a lot. I'm like, "What is tur- what is a Tervis? Travis. Travis? I'm like, do you see an A Travis. in there? Travis. Travis. Well, the R that was a hot mess. The R is after the T. Why? Are- I don't know. Fuck. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Who but was yeah. the Travis. creative genius behind the name? It's kind of collaborative. Um, Actually, remember when we came up with the name? We were at Sloopy's Diner on OSU's campus. That's where the band was kind of formed. We formed in college. Hang on, Sloopy. So it was just a collaborative conversation over some pancakes at Sloopy's Diner. And uh, the general consensus was we can't love it. We can't hate it. It's one syllable. So And it stuck. Backtrack. You and your three bandmates all have Ohio State degrees. We do all have Ohio State degrees. Mm. I'm, I'm, the I'm glad Ohio you did. State the University. You got this asshole at our work yeah. that literally wears a hat with the... I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have cool. the most school spirit in the world. I did I did like it a lot, but, you know, it's been it's been a fat minute since I've been at Ohio State. I don't really feel like I can... I can really rep that anymore you know it's like where did you go to college doesn't matter that was like four years ago now you know so the significance really of ohio state in this conversation is that you met your bandmates there i only met one of them only one of them so it's is it that significant to trust maybe not Mm, probably not that's debatable if you want to be a rock star don't go to college exactly (laughs) that's debatable i met two of my guys outside of ohio state before i even went to college met our bass player thomas in college Got so, it. which I, I I like Thomas. 
he's he's important to me. So maybe maybe it does hold some merit. Mm. But so how did the band come together? You knew to what are the band members' name? You said Thomas yeah. is the bass player. We got Thomas. He's our bass player. Okay. Uh, Holden is my drummer, and Eric is my guitar player. Who can you gotta, fucking rip? Yeah, you gotta trust a guitarist named Eric. Yeah, I feel like anything with the four four letter four name, letters. You know that kid's got something yeah. going on. That's it's the just, guy. It's happening. That's the magic number. Thad. Thad shreds. <laughs> now, do you play any instruments personally that you learned? Like, is singing something you had always aimed for? Uh, well, um, I do play bass. Um, outside of Trust, I'm in a cover band around Cleveland called Medusa. We play, you know, like bar gigs, um, things of that nature. It's fun. Um, the cover world and the original band world are two very different things. So, like, it's cool that I get to do both pieces. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a bassist around the area. Um, singing, you know, like when you're little and you think, oh, I'm going to be an actor when I grow up. Or I'm going to be a singer when I grow up. Or you just you kind of think, like, big picture. You don't ever picture yourself with, like, a real grown-up job, you know? Yeah, sure. That's what I did growing up. You know, I I watched, like, Hannah Montana and I was like... Her name's Hannah, too. Like, <laughs> that's me. I'm going to do that when I get older. And sure enough, I'm singing in my basement at like 10 years old. And I was so convinced I was going to be a singer. But I was awkward and shy as fuck. And I had never sang in front of anyone until uh, I think eighth grade, maybe. I got forced into a solo by my choir teacher at the time. And uh, I know the rest is history. I met my drummer in high school. We had a band throughout high school. And uh, I've been in a band for like. 10 years now i think different projects i mean it's not always been trust but i've been on and off the stage for for a good while now and so when trust started you were always a, ben- a member of trust i wasn't mm, see deep cut because i was doing my research and i did find i think there's a video at least of it's, it was kind of a strange start we yeah. actually had a uh it was it was really strange we we didn't like get together and decide that we were going to form a band. Mm. It was kind of like my dr- like Holden and Eric, drummer, guitar player, got together at Ohio State. I don't remember what bar they played, but there was a battle of the bands going on at some bar, you know, freshman year of college. And there was a guy who was in a frat. His name was Kip. And it was like his frat was putting on this battle of the bands. And so Kip came to my guys and was like, hey, I love to sing. I can play some guitar. Um Long story short, they tried to start a band. Kip ended up being our bass player because he got sick before the gig, the Battle of the Bands. And uh, I was at Kent State at the time, and my Holden or someone called me up and was like, hey, you know, can you step in for this gig? We're just playing cover songs. You know, you can learn them, roll up to this bar, whatever, play. Love it. And uh, it went so well that we ended up just sticking with the lineup and just playing gigs. Um, which eventually turned into Trust, Trust version one with our old bass player, um, Kip. And then a little bit down the line, Kip decided he wanted to be doing more and some solo stuff, which, you know, all cool. We brought in Thomas and that's the lineup that's been for like four, I think four years now. It's been the four of us. I'm not, I don't want to stir up the past, but how did Kip feel when it was like, hey, we're yeah. going to create this band and yeah. stick with us four? N- yeah. No hard feelings? It was, uh, so the situation was basically that um, Kip always wanted to be a singer. He wanted to be a front man. And back then, I didn't play any instruments when this all first started. I was strictly a vocalist. So when I was brought into the picture, 
I mean, it wasn't the most fun conversation in the world, but, you know, it was like, Hannah can only sing. You know how to play instruments. Like, here's how we're going to make this work to keep you in the game and keep her in the game. And um, at some point down the line, he just decided, like, I'm not doing what I want to be doing. I want to be singing and I'm not. So we're actually, we're all still friends with him. We still talk to him. He lives in Arizona, I think now. So it's not, you know, we don't see him frequently, but like he would roll up to trust kids and support us. And he's a cool dude. And he's released a couple songs of his own since then. And so shit has a way of working out. And Thomas kind of came in at the perfect time. So shit has a way of working out. It does. Even when you're sweaty and nervous and you don't think it will, it does. Somehow it always does. It is incredible. Sweaty palms are a good thing. Yeah. That's good to know. That just means the shit is working yeah. out. There's actually a, a study that came out that said um, it's that very calming to smell a certain person's body odor when they're tensing up and sweating. The pheromone itself. Uh, I, I buy that. There's, I there's buy the that. pheromone with love. Yeah. You know, people are yeah, attracted yeah. to your scent. It's I calm. buy it. Absolutely. 100%. That's good. I'm a sweaty person. I sweat you when I'm sell, hot or you, cold. You can call it Quentin's creamy goo. <sighs> uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I can smell Harry's balls from here, and I'm not. Nothing, it's not doing anything. Pampered, for me. very pampered. It's not doing nothing for me. It make me want to throw up in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, talk to us about your inspirations, like your musical background as a consumer, um, as opposed to a creative. I'm sure you went through some some post punk phases. Oh. I went through my emo phase. We all did. Yeah, we, Let's you know. be real. We but all did. Who started? Because you said Hannah Montana. I want to be that. I'm seriously. That's what started. I'm not kidding. I country. Was, that was no. I Hannah don't, I don't like country. I'm talking Disney Channel. Disney Channel is what did it. Those Disney Channel is what kids did it and the me. stars was what we wanted. That's what did it for me. I, was I just like, wanted to be the the Camp spouse. Rock, all that good Dude, shit. I just Demi wanted to be Lovato the spouse twins. Rock? Come on. Demi Lovato pre or post heroin. Does it matter? Great I, all around. I Does think, it matter? I think so Great too. all around. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I mean, um, she just has a little edge now. I mean, whatever. If anything, it's spicy. Little edge. I, she like when died. She's <laughs> pretty hard. It feels like every Disney, majority of Disney stars go down that drug rabbit hole. They and they always come out on a good side of it for the most part. I mean, that's got to mean something, right? They're all doing something right. Orlando Brown. Okay, except for Orlando Brown. He didn't bounce When Miles Cyrus went down... The short hair, wrecking ball, all that. It was great for her career. Yo, that was it was. That Let me tell you, when Miley Cyrus did Party in the USA, something changed in me uh. as a little boy. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Something changed. That was when he made the switch. You're like, I am I was straight. Like, yeah, definitively. Like, oh, yeah. That was when the switch no happened. Question. Yeah. I was absolutely. like, you see Miley in that um, shorts? <laughs> anyway. But that's what, so that's what started for you. But what did you... <laughs> Who's one of your biggest like inspirations as you went along? Was it always like <sighs> dang? Uh, you know, Hannah Montana was like a fictional dude. Character. Hannah Montana was my first concert ever. First Ooh, concert, wait, though. Concert. Okay, concert. so that's huge, actually. Oh, so. it gets better. Wait, this is well, you think that that was good? You know wow. who our opener was? The Jonas Brothers. Mm. Oh, can that's you imagine? Can you right. imagine being the Jonas Brothers ever. and you're like, yeah, you're gonna be like. You're not going to be the headliner. But you're you're going to open. No, who came out? That's, did yeah, Miley come out or did Hannah come out? That's, I've always been curious. Both. She did half the concert. You can't fucking as, do that. What do you mean? Bulk. <laughs> bulk. She did the first half of the concert as yeah. Meet Miley Cyrus. And then she like did this fancy stage flip under the stage thing. And all these fireworks went off. And, and she Hannah. came out as Hannah. And now at that point, were you like, oh, fuck, that's somebody else? Honestly, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just crying. And I was 12. <laughs> and it was a lot to handle. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't. 
It's my first concert ever. It was multiple identity. I just, I couldn't, I didn't. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. very overwhelming. Oh, Girl, I, my go, God. I go to concerts today, and like, if it's a good show, if it's somebody I really want to see, like, I'm like feeling yeah, it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like kind of emotional. At 12 years old, I mean, so, I was sobbing. Yeah, I can imagine. I might have passed out. I don't remember. Wow. Who knows? Where was it at? Wolstein Center? Uh, it was, well, now it's Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, but it was the Q back then. Still a better name. I don't care what anybody's. For Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Nobody wants to say something with that many syllables. Nobody. Yeah. Honestly, I like the Gundarina. It was it's okay. I still like the Q. Maybe I'm biased. I feel like that's kind of nostalgic. I like the Q too. I am biased. It's just easy. The Q. Well, it's your it's nothing Q. to remember. Yes. The Q. Yeah, I feel like you're biased if anyone's biased. Oh, yeah, I'm very biased. I, the Q is amazing. I Black also owned? miss Jacob's Field. I think it should be Jacob's Field. That was I. I liked Jacob's Field. The branding was so that. much better. I can like, get behind that for sure. I, but who yeah. owned? That was still owned by. I have no idea. I, I did know that, but I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it later. I'm not a sports We're going to get dragged in, in the Cleveland shit. So, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. Sorry. Damn straight. So, back to the inspiration part. Aside from Hannah Montana and <laughs> Disney, where does the punk, where does the rock fall in? Yeah, like, where do you get Because, like, come yeah. on, dog. Like, Three Days Grace. I, I went through my sophomore year of high school. I went through my phase. Every, everyone goes through, like, the phase where mm-hmm. you're, like, it starts Sleeping off with a little Paramore. Yeah, you start with Paramore because yeah. you're, you know, everyone's playing rock band when they grow up, and you're like, <laughs> that's I. You, you hear like Spoon Man, and like mm. that's what you get, mm. and you, you hear like White Wedding or something. You know, those are like the, oh fuck yeah. You dude. hear those on rock band, and you're like, yeah. all right, we got it we was, got something cooking here. And mighty. then you know you go and you look them up on your your iPod Nano and all mm. that, and then the rest is history. You know? Right, you but, think you're cool because you listen to them on the bus yeah. and shit. I yeah. went through my own rock band phase again. Me and my three oh, buddies, God, I love after, that game. and it was like freshman year of college. Dude, so we brought it back. I we, can't buy that game. It was I won't summer. We would, dude. You know, kids cost like four hundred dollars for everything now. Yeah, we tried finding. Yeah, you do. They are not cheap. Well, so we wanted to bring back the band and actually perform <laughs> at weddings for free. <laughs> We're just gonna come bring our own TV, plug in rock band, plug in speakers, and just perform. I mean, perform. hey, it's not a bad wedding. idea. It's we're really ca- not. We were called Spumoni. That's awesome. Man, Did you know that's an ice cream flavor? It sucks, though. No, I see our definition of it. It meant anything and everything. So whenever it's like, yo, Spumoni, that's kind of on par with the ice cream flavor. It, it sucks. The ice cream flavor sucks. Sound, I got bad news. Doesn't sound good. It's like six or seven different flavors, just like smashed into one ice cream. But they're not good flavors. So it's yeah. like pistachio and nutmeg and cherry and it's not good. Mm. My family owns an ice cream shop, so you got to ask your questions. I'm your girl. Word. Spumoni <laughs> sucks. That's awesome. Speaking. What's the ice cream shop called? Oh. What's the scoop? It's in North Royalton on Wallings Road. That's a great name. Right across from uh, Cleats, that bar in North Word. Royalton. Yeah. Word. Good wings. You know, I don't go to North Royalton a lot, but when I, when I do, I'll go to Worcester School. Yeah, there you, you go. Know. Get some ice cream. Next. I do. I, I'm... I'm not a huge ice cream dude, but I'm coming into my ice cream phase. Okay. Hey, we got milkshakes. I love. We got mil- ice cream I love tacos. milkshakes. We, we got it all. Man. Ice cream taco. Like that's a taco. The, that's taco? the thing. Me and my brother make the uh, the shells from scratch. We bake them. And it's like a waffle cone kind of thing. No, we love homemade. One more time. Bro, what's it called? What? What's, what's the, the scoop? scoop? It's in North Royalton. We make homemade ice cream tacos. That's all you need to know. That I should be cookies. a selling point enough. Wow. Yeah. No. Okay. So you got to go. Dude, ice cream is fantastic. Absolutely. Anyway, so what's the first (laughs) (laughs) what's the first punk rock band you go to that you're like and I feel like it may have been a local band even. I'm trying to think. So I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm one of six out of my siblings. I'm the oldest one. And uh, I'm the oddball in terms of music and rock music and all that jazz. Uh, a lot of my siblings are athletes, which I am not. Uh 
Mm-hmm. I'm short. I have short legs. It just it doesn't really, you know. Um, I'm not an athlete. A lot of my siblings are, so I'm kind of the oddball in the mix. Um, God, I grew up on like nothing like what I play and what I listen to now. I grew up on like Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and Prince. And I grew up on like that subset of music. That was all my dad ever listened to. My mom was the same way. She was like a Celine Dion and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I grew up around listening to some like really crazy like front people and vocalists, which, you know, I'm sure subconsciously that played part into like what I ended up doing. But I kind of discovered the whole rock world on my own. Um, in high school, I just kind of at Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Yeah. Um, that was on Rock Band. I loved that song. I loved That's What You Get by Paramore. And so I, I started looking up those songs on my own. And uh, Soundgarden is one of my favorite bands of all time. It might be my favorite band. Black Hole Sun gave me fucking nightmares um, watching that. That video is a little scary. Well, so uh, I can, when I was in like School of Rock, they had the one by me. We did like the ACDC cover bands, yeah, yeah. Hair, hair metal cover bands. Then we kind of went towards Sublime and yeah, all that. Yeah. And I was like, when I figured out, or when I learned about that style of rock, yeah. which I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't too familiar with, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this, yeah, dog? Yeah. Wasn't good, wasn't bad. I it was just something new. Because I was like, I, I was probably around 11, and I was like, I don't know if I have an ear for this yet, but I could yeah. see myself listening to it. Yeah. Instead, I started going down more towards like the Linkin Park rabbit hole yeah. and shit. My sister was yeah. big on like more of the punk bands, like Good Charlotte, yeah. uh, Fuck man, like tra- Mayday Parade and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Tonight will be the oh, so good, bro. Man. Fucking heard that on so replay. Good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I kind of picked up the rock thing on my own in high school. I just kind of started digging. <laughs> Seriously, Rock Band, the game Rock Band, is where I heard a lot of those songs for the first time, and I was like, now this is some good shit. Like we're onto something. I gotta look into this a little bit more. Did you guys have the so. full setup? Oh. You and your siblings, or was like you already had a band? With uh, friends, at maybe? that time, when we had rock band, there's six of us. There was probably three or four of us at that time. So, like, we had we got bass, guitar, vocals, drums. That's all you need. I mean, and you, of course, were vocals. I used to play drums in rock band. I thought it was more fun. Seriously, yeah. Listen, Spoonman had a really good drum solo in there, and I just, I just had to play that. But no, that's okay. once they added the Paramore that. stuff, I really started getting into the vocal side of it. But you know, it gets boring to, singing all like male, male front songs. You listen to the new uh, Paramore album? I did. I'm actually seeing Paramore in a couple months. Where are we June fourth. We talked about that. Yeah, gotta, I have tickets. I'm looking that. to get rid tickets? of. We can talk about that later. For sure. Word. You already got tickets? Yeah. yeah. I got tickets for John Mayer a few Dude, days ago. Dude, no way. No fucking chance. Fuck no out chance. Two fifty. Dude, I heard yeah, Cleveland funny. was a shit show. I do have extra tickets to Paramore. We can talk about that. After oh yeah, this fuck it. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um. But I did listen to their new album. Yeah, how you, how you like it? You like it? It's a grower. Not right. A I, th- I feel the same way. Feel the same like way. first time I heard it, grower, I was I was I was a little sad because I thought, <clears throat> you know, just like everyone else, I was looking for that nostalgia. Yeah, you want something you know? to take. And it just want. it's. It's a fact. It's not the same band anymore. There's, no. That's not a good nor a bad thing. They're they're you know they're getting older. They're trying new shit, mm-hmm. and they sound good doing it. Absolutely. I was just excited to hear that like 2007 as, fucking Haley Williams ripping some pop punk, and it didn't come. As a white person, that's I how I like, felt yeah. over the last three Eminem albums, and it just it just didn't happen. He's, he's not him. Goddamn it! Like there's just not enough like like name another girl who's like in the pop punk world. That's not Haley Williams. Avril Lavigne. All right. That's respectable. That that was quick. I sorry. 
I'm, I'm just like, there's I, two. I, I there's that. two people then. Yeah, look, can, like, can I name you got, another one? Like, we got nothing, oh, man. Okay. So, like, to have Haley Williams kind of like take a little bit of a turn on her genre, like, I get it. Mm. That girl could sing any genre she wanted to. I mean, she's like one of the best vocalists. Yeah, she could do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, she, whatever. But, but you know, but the, album, yeah, the little, you know, like, the pop punk girl in me was like, mm. damn, like, there goes our representation, man. That was all we had was her and Avril Levine. Time for you <laughs> to make a better album. And Avril yeah, Levine's clone. So that's three. Yeah. You think that shit's real? Nah, no chance. Nah. Okay, let me talk about. No, definitely not. I'm a fan of of uh, a band, all female band called Heim. 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 I don't know that. How do you spell that? H a i m. It's a Jewish word. Chaim. See, it'd be it'd be. It's, a, it's an H. That's how you spell it. It's, it's their uh, last it name. Mean, it means life in Hebrew. Huh? It, oh, that's e? smart. There's no e. There's an i. No, it's not. Look it up. My my boy Q is firm on H-A- it, Crystal. It's H A I M. All right. So yeah. you you dig these guys? I'm the band. These girls, how dare girls. you? You fucking three, three sisters. Oh god. Three sisters, and they have um the latest album they put out is called Women in Music Part Three. Part Three. Sure. I don't remember. I think it's called Women in Music Part Three. But <clears throat> I really like them. They're really good. Uh, they were featured on Kid Cudi's album Indica. Oh, on the okay, song cool. Red Eye. And you should listen to Red Eye. It's a great song. That's Red Eye. Yeah, it's them. I will listen to that. Yeah. I will. Great on song. On my way home. Um, And I love them. I love They're very cool. All three of the sisters. Um, Danielle's my favorite. This is not important. Um, <laughs> I think it's important. But women in music is the point. That's what I was getting to. That was my segue here. <clears throat> do you, How do you feel about being like... A woman in the in the all male band, do you is there ever friction in that kind of sense? Are you ever like, you know, do you feel like you don't have a say as much? With uh, with my guys, no. Um, Which would explain the length of the, you know, how long you've been with the band. I I've been with the band for about four years. My drummer Holden and I, we've been playing together for about ten. Though yeah, he was so. in the fir- first band I was ever in was so with tr- Holden. Trusted friends. So yeah, um, these I mean these guys are some of my best friends. Uh, we're we're all really close. We all get along really well. Um, I mean you gotta be you gotta be best friends with your bandmates, right? I would I hope mean, so. Yeah. So I you mean, know, some of the greatest bands do hate each other. Yeah, it does happen absolutely. But yeah, you know, I'm I guess I'm fortunate. Uh, the four of us get along really really well. Um, we've never had a problem. It also probably helps that in terms of a manager and stuff, like that's your girl, that's me. So in terms of, uh, you know, who's doing, who's booking the gigs and, you know, making those kind of moves, I handle all of that for the band. So maybe it makes it easier in terms of, you know, having a say in things. Cause I'm, I'm the one booking How did the gigs that happen? That. Oh, Cause you, you, you know, have a background. In that. I do have a background in it, but I just, um, I think I kind of have a knack for it, honestly. Okay. My uh, all jobs that I do relate to like event planning in some way, day job and not day job. Big numbers girl um, too. You like looking at data. Looking not at the particularly, but I just like like organization. You know, like I just I'm a I just like things to be organized. I I kind of think like if you don't do it yourself, it's not going to be done right. Maybe well, we that's don't. the wrong mentality to have. But you know, I would rather take it upon myself to get all this shit done. Then ask one of my guys to do something. So that's interesting because you say that and you're in a group where everybody, of course, wants to be able to share their opinions. Yeah. How do you guys go about songwriting? How do you guys go about <sighs> Songwriting if- is tough. It is tough. 
Um, I'll, all of us will admit that. I think we're getting a lot better with it um, just because we're doing it. We're, we're writing so much more regularly now. You know, like we have our regular practice once a week and we sit down, we hash out ideas or, you know, we talk about the next single, whatever we're going to do. Like during the pandemic and things like, you know, when we weren't getting together regularly, writing was, was hard as fuck because um, I'm not the most opinionated person in the world. My bass player, Thomas, he is not either. But oh my lord, my drummer and my guitar player, Eric, are both extremely opinionated, especially Eric. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure he'll watch this and agree with me. Um, both very, very independent, uh, opinionated individuals. And uh, a lot of times the two of them got to hash it out on what to do. It, our writing process is really strange. It works for us, but I don't think it would work for a lot of bands. Eric will kind of come up with a riff, bring it to us at practice, and you know I'll weigh in on it, kind of get a melody going. Thomas will put his piece in, and Holden almost like repackages the whole thing. He'll be like, nope, not this note. Try this or do this. And by start to finish, the riff that he came in with, we still got the same riff at the end, but it's got a lot of like weird little specific changes that one of us has put in. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's a group effort for sure. Oh, it's yeah. probably not the most productive way to go about it, but it works for us. Everyone's different, and that's what works for us. So, no, I appreciate. No I was about to ask what your creative process yeah. is, but thank you for divulging yeah. right into yeah. that. That's awesome. Cool, thanks. We love that. Um, what else was I going to say about women in music? Do you feel like, all right, yeah, in the band, the band ecosystem is yeah. great. The band is great. Outside of the band, outside of the band, you know, like how sticky. are you how are you getting treated amongst yeah. like venues and promoters and things like that is it it's uh you know we played a show this past weekend we played in akron Mm -hmm. and uh at the end of the night all the bands went on stage to take a group photo i was the only girl on the stage Mm. out of four bands Mm. and i looked at the picture and i was like damn you know where are my girls at um there's just not enough of us out there you know i am the only girl a lot of the time and I'm sure a lot of other, you know, people in my position feel the same way. Other female fronted bands feel the same way. Um, I I think in the beginning it was a little little rough, um, just because I'm also a small human. I'm only five foot. I'm not the scariest person in the world. Kind of wish I were, yeah. but I'm not. So um, that didn't help my case. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's a sad reality. But um, honestly, I I think I'm I. Th- I think I'm doing all right. Um, sometimes it gets a little weird just because like, and you know, no offense to you guys, guys are kind of gross and like stupid. So um, do I get like perverts at gigs and like get hit on at gigs and my guys don't know about it or don't have to deal with it? Yeah. Cause I'm the only girl in the room, you know, or I'm the only girl on stage or like, but unfortunately that's not like a specific thing to music. That's just being a girl, yeah, which right. is the sad reality of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I got three guys that got my back and I, I do a lot in the music community. So I think I got a lot of guys who got my back around here. And um, there's more like, there's more women coming up in music, even just locally. I mean, look at the venues we got. We got like four venues, I think that are real, really like hitting it off that are all female owned grog shop, no class, uh, Beachland Tavern is like partially owned by a female. Uh, the Foundry was bought out by a female. So like we're we're coming up. Things are getting better. We love to hear that. Things are getting better. Definitely that. getting better. Because some of my favorite artists are women. Yeah. Um, like I can name like Eric Badu is I've said before like one of my favorite artists yeah. of all time. Like, and the list goes on and on. But um, dope. Did you have some? Things are getting better. Jacks? I was gonna actually ask. Up. 
diving more into how it's true, how you're treated in the industry, how do you think it it goes around Cleveland? Hmm. I am pleasantly um, surprised and happy with Cleveland. We actually started okay. off as a Columbus band, and you know maybe maybe it was a little biased because we were college students, and so it was kind of rowdy and a little rough uh, back in Columbus. But I love the Cleveland music scene. I just think it's the best group of people from venue owners to other bands to, you know, people on the sides, people like you guys, like, you know, people helping musicians out and helping artists out. Before I came here, I went on some big ass rant about how much I love the Cleveland music scene too, uh, Eric, before I came here. Like, I love that. It's just a really, really good group. And like, you don't really realize it until you go somewhere else. You know, and That's then you come back and you're like, shit, Cleveland, Cleveland's the place to be, yeah, you know, see? good support. Yeah. To tell Great you, support. Love to hear that. Actually. I love Cleveland. Cleveland all the way. That's Cleveland cool, music scene is special. A lot of people like to complain about it, about the scene and how yeah. things get done and stuff. But you see, you can definitely see like this era is trying, like putting effort in. Yeah. You got a lot like, of people who are just busting their butt right now just yeah, to get somewhere. Just to connect. Too, yeah. Like just to make it. Yeah. Like, you should know this person and you should know that person, you know, because why not? Everything's all, all about a contact. It. Exactly. You know? Do you think, though, women singing in a as the front runner has been normalized in an industry yet? Not yet, no. Do you I think don't. it's close to? <sighs> we're getting closer. I don't know if we're close. I, um, I, I, I hate when I get comments about... Like after a show, it'll be like, oh, I didn't know like a girl could sing this. And I'm, I'm like, dude, what the... I don't know if people think they're complimenting me, but I'm here to tell you that you're not. That's offensive as fuck. And I just, you'd be surprised how often that kind of shit comes up Hmm. at a gig or something where it's, it's almost like a shock factor that a girl is doing this or this genre or hanging in this crowd and it's, and it's good, you know? And so that's where I kind of get rubbed the wrong way. Um, Do I think it's better than where it was a couple years ago? Absolutely. But I don't think we're quite there yet. I think we still got work to do. The whole world has work to do. Absolutely. But there's progress. There is absolutely progress. I'll starts, back that up any day. It all starts with the woman in the mirror. I'm stuck. See? Oh, it's a man <laughs> in the mirror. Damn. It's okay. It's oh, okay. Shit. Oh, um, shit. Okay, so real quick. To kinda, I like that. You like that? The hand was... stuff? I told you. We do hand <laughs> stuff here. Hit me up. 599. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um, <laughs> I did it again. Uh, you, so what's the big, like, perfect world dream? Not just for trust, but for you. Oh, and if it is for you, if it is for you, if it's staying in trust, like, what does that look like? I, I want trust to be my full time job. I do. I want it to be everything that I do. Um, but if it can't be, which it should be, (laughs) if it can't be, then I still want to be in the music. I want, I want to be in it in some way, shape or form. I don't think I'm going to be happy if I'm not. Um, I actually picked up a second job very recently working for a venue. So I'm a talent buyer there, an assistant talent buyer, and I help with booking the bills and stuff and, you know. It just anything that I can do to be in that world surrounded by the bands and the artists and in the venues and like that's what I'm gonna choose to do. If trust could be it full time, that's the dream, but just no. to be in the music is a win. 
That's awesome to hear. And uh, I love that. for those that don't know, you're actually pretty good. You like you advocate for a lot of stuff going on with women. I'm trying. Can you talk a little bit about the yeah. fundraiser you yeah. had in the past and yes, what's coming up in the future? What yeah. is it? Yeah. So, uh, man, I can't believe it's actually been this long already. But um, back in December, I put together a fundraiser called Rock the Halls. Uh, basically, what I did was just in light of the climate, things that were going on, I thought, you know, with women's rights, I wanted to do something extra. Obviously, you go and you vote, you do your part, but I just felt like I needed to do something extra. I was fired up about the issue, and um, long story short, I basically put together this this game plan of essentially eight bands, all from Cleveland, uh, maybe bringing an out-of-town band, um, all from Ohio at the very least. Um all of them female-fronted, all local acts, put together this bill, um, put together a silent auction, um, and I basically just took this plan and I pitched it to the House of Blues. I said, you know, here's my game plan. I want both stages on these dates with these bands and blah, blah, blah. And um, I expected to be shut down because it's Live Nation and the House of Blues and like, who am I? And uh, that did not happen. They loved the idea. We went through with it. We booked the show. And um, it was a lot of work because I quite honestly didn't really know what I was doing. But I think everyone thought that I knew what I was doing. And that's kind of all that matters. But I'm here to tell you I didn't know. (laughs) Um, So I booked these eight bands and we had a headliner. uh, They're called Envoy. They came in from Nashville. And then we had um, a group from Columbus come in, Hello Luna, a group from Akron, Detention, open up the show. And then the rest of the bands on the bill were from Cleveland. Trust was on the bill. We ended up raising over $7,000, and that was sent over to Pro-Choice Ohio. I was able to give the check myself. I ended up making an extra couple hundred bucks, sorry, a couple thousand bucks from the silent auction. So on top of that seven grand, we sent over extra money from the silent auction. Um, There was a lot of like publicity stuff surrounding it, like Cleveland Scene, Cleveland.com, radio sponsors. Um, so a lot of people were tuned in and a lot of people were supportive of it. And there ended up being over 500 tickets sold at the end of it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Which is really cool. And it went so well. And this is actually secret information that I'm about to drop right now. It's the sprinkles. You ready for this? We're doing it again this year. It went so well that they asked us to do it again this year. So I don't have a date or a lineup that I can officially announce yet. But you heard it here first. Is it will be December of 2023. Rock the Halls is coming for year number two. Breaking so, news. Breaking number news. two. Year two of Rock the Halls is and happening. I assume Trust will be performing. Trust will be performing. Yep. It's going to get, we're going to have some exciting. minor changes, changes this year. It's going to be five bands instead of eight. Um, we're going to just do the main stage and not do the one off stages. So just a couple small changes, but you know, it's going to stay all female fronted bands. All local bands got to get that exposure for everybody. Wait, was that how the last one was? It too? was. Mm-hmm. It was eight female fronted bands. Oh, that's fucking yeah. sick. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've had a lot of guys reach out to me to play it. And I'm like, that kind of defeats that the purpose. So, <laughs> I love that though. That's that's very dope. So keep your eyes open for Rock the Halls. Yeah, year two coming will happen again. Coming still soon. looking to fill some slots. Soonish. I have one slot to fill. Interesting. So I do have the other acts confirmed. I cannot tell you who they are. Except for trust. That's happening. But I think everybody kind of knew that if I'm so front front ship here. Get ready to front. Get ready. It's happening. (laughs) December twenty twenty three, baby. That's it. We love love to hear it. (laughs) 
exclusive drops when we important. You can only get it here. <laughs> Hannah, Harry, and Q. The, the most team. important. Oh my God, this is going to be great for promos. <laughs> so we got to drop a little bit of important knowledge and a little bit of secret stuff going on, but we got a little bit more secret sauce and knowledge I need you to drop on the audience here. Question specifically for you. We have the most important questions, questions from the audience. You like how we did that? We did not practice that shit. Oh, but you just told them you didn't practice. James, now like, it's just, the mystery's gone. James, you owe me a kiss. Here? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? All right. All right. We got the first one. <laughs> when emotions are running high with the band, how do you come together to reevaluate and figure out what to do next? Okay. Um Dang. I feel like this is going to be is Okay. All right. Please. Emotions running high. Um I think this is you can you can take this answer and spread it into any part of your life. You take a break and you regroup and you come back because you know what? You're not going to get shit done if someone's irritated or if y'all are having a bad time. That's just not going to happen. So go to Swenson's, hang out, take a break, get a popsicle. I don't know. Whatever it is you got to do to cool down. And you come back and you revisit it because you know what? Nobody wants to write a song when they're pissed. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. You never know. You don't want to write a song when you're in a bad mindset. I'll put it that way. You know, I don't. You know, we got our angsty songs, we got our sad songs, but you know, you you don't want to bring this like negative energy into the room when you're trying to work with other people. Um, it rubs just off. take a break. Just take a break and come back. It'll work. I love it's that. applicable to every aspect of your life, not just you know me and the guys. But yeah. just take a break and come back. They'll be there when you come back. And that's simple to do. It's free. It's not complicated. It's free. We or love hard. free stuff. Yes, we do. You need no instructions. Just. Do take a break. Take a walk. You, if you, you got a dog, it. you can walk your dog. If you got a cat, you can walk your cat. Well, I tried to walk my cat. I got a leash in a in a collar for the cat. How's it going? She hated that damn. shit. I brought her to the hallway. What's her name? God damn napkin. it! Napkin. My cat's name is Napkin. It's like one of the best cat names I've ever heard. Thank you. Yes, because you know I was thinking like you know eating Cheetos. You got a cat. You're just like you know why you why lick it. your fingers? Yeah, just. Grab your napkin. Yeah, there you go. It's, wow. yeah, it's she's brilliant. Got all over that is, it. Was that yeah. a high thought or is that just Quentin being creative? I think that's just me. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. I'm not going to lie. Thank it's you. a little bit impressive. Oh I appreciate god. that. Oh my god. Jesus. Damn, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> anyway, let's oh, go to the next cool. question. <laughs> <laughs> question for the audience. What's up? What's your biggest hobby outside of music? Ooh. I never get asked this question. Mm. My biggest hobby outside of music, damn. Okay. Ah, uh, I know. I actually really like to read. Does that count as a hobby? Yeah, does reading count as a hobby? What, uh, it's an activity, so I think genre. Yeah. Um, I have a psychology degree, and I wanted to. Um, I don't, but I wanted to originally be that girl that was like working with the serial killers and shit. Mm, so, Clarice, too much Dexter. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> so I like to read a lot of. Um, Psychological thrillers. I read a lot of autobiographies on, um, you know, crime things like things of that nature. Okay. I read a lot of autobiographies about uh, musicians as well, just because, like, you know, if you don't, I don't hear about any of that stuff. You know, I can listen to the record all I want, and I can go see them, but it's it's cool to get to know the person and know the people that you're listening to and that you kind of, you know, um, I guess rely on in a way. So it's it's cool to get to know the musicians that you you love and so i read a lot of autobiographies i'm not a romance novel girl 
think they're fruity as fuck and boring. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about it. Don't pass me some oh, this shit. is us or something. I don't want it. I don't Did want you it. um get a chance to dive into the 27 Club when you were? I assume you have to come across that if you're reading about a lot of rock stars. I have not. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Are you familiar? I am. We're getting a copy of it. I have a copy. You have a copy of it. I have not read, read it, mm. and I took a really long time to just admit that right now because it's a little bit embarrassing. That's okay. I have a Maybe copy of Dianetics. You believe in that curse? <laughs> Uh, we cannot. I don't. It's it's know. very coincidental. It's very coincidental. I don't. I, mm, mm. I don't know. I need to read this. I need to read this. It's and then we're gonna have to revisit. The conspiracy is fantastic. Have you ever seen a documentary? It's called Soaked in Bleach. Not familiar with your game. Go kid. home and watch that. I'm at home. Soaked in Bleach. Okay. Netflix. HBO. It's on. I believe Netflix. Okay. Soaked in watch Bleach. Watch it. It's about it's a documentary about Nirvana. Okay. Speculation that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. What? Now, I was not on that train until I watched that documentary. So, now I'm on the train. Did you see so, the sorry. montage of Heck? The other documentary about. I have not. Okay, no. so that was dope, and it's not conspiracy theory, but it's dope, and it's like animated. Yeah, yeah. I watched that too. Cool. Um, I didn't get that from watching that one. I watched you know, this one. I'll tell you. I've heard watch that. Watch Soaked in Bleach. It's Th- going to change your mind. There's some you. good conspiracy like theories on Netflix because they have like a whole um documentary series dedicated to that and one of them actually is that hitler still alive in argentina oh, shit. i almost I, okay. I swear to god i, I almost one, i so almost went down that as a jew with a grandfather was in auschwitz i almost went down that rabbit hole i went up to my dad i was like is hitler alive in argentina i got a panic he just like fucking laughs things. at me and yeah. goes shut the fuck up yeah. i went down the, the tupac still alive rabbit hole when i was like oh see that's 12. a good rabbit hole to go down that when gets, i was like 12 yeah because they said, like, the autopsy, he don't got the same tattoos. And I was like, wait. And you're like, oh, man. What the fuck? Yeah, there's something happening You start spinning. I'm, like, seeing Biggie in my sleep and shit. <laughs> Say it three times in the mirror. <laughs> Biggie, <smile. laughs> I'm going to pop a cap in your ass. Uh, South Park. Um, on to the next question. Yep, last one. Let me move on to the general. What do you believe the purpose of music to be? Damn, that's... That sounds like it's going to be really complicated, but I feel like... That's a good question, though. I feel like I got it. Go go for it. Um, I think that the purpose of music... You ready for this cliche bullshit? Listen, motherfuckers. You ready for this? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. To make people happy. I think that uh, at some point or another, everyone has kind of leaned into music as like a support. Um, you know, there's a reason why people fucking cry when they hear their favorite songs or John you know Mayer made me cry i mean for sure. like people connect with the music in a in a way that you don't really connect with a lot of other stuff in life um it's kind of its own separate special thing and so i think you know it's here to make us happy it's cool it's fun something to do but it's here to make people happy is the goal to see that. one of your audience members crying to your music it almost happened recently i'm not gonna name names because i don't want to put it on the spot but it almost happened we have one song that's like a it's an emotional hitter, and uh, I've had people tell me that I, I haven't seen them cry though. I need to see it, you know. I don't want Put you to tell me you cried. I, I just need to know. I need to visual. I need to see. Do you it. want to collect them? I need to be able to dab them away myself. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Proof or it didn't happen. I need a <laughs> video of you happen. crying sent to me. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Or it's, or it's just cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. General question for all three of us. <clears throat> Ooh. Is it better to be loved 
or respected? Respected. 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 Final answer. Respected. Respected. Hundred percent. You on the fence right now? I'm with y'all. I'm with right, y'all. Okay. Why is your reason for that? You had to think about. I had to hesitate. Well, because I think I would naturally say I would want to go with that answer, but also naturally I'm a contrarian. So I was trying to see like I had to I had to indulge the the opposition. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I always yeah. think like that question reminds me of that 21 Savage rap quote where he's like, love is just a feeling. You can still love somebody and stab them in the back. But loyalty or respect yeah. means whether you like them or not, you're still yeah. going to ride for them. That's, yeah. what, that's what I like. Like, yeah. whether you like me or not, to seeing me, knowing what's up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, like look that's what it's all about. I look at it for my friendships too. Like, we're friends because we all like each other, right? Yeah. But if you're really my homie, really, really like fuck you. with me, you really respect me. Like, if I made some shit up and you're like, oh, there's no way that's true. This is really my homie. You'd be like, no. He, in his head, he's like, Harry's a fucking idiot. But. But he's like, yeah, no. Harry, he's going to back Harry's, you up. Yeah. yeah. He's going to back you up. Yeah. He's yeah. a good friend. Look at you guys. <laughs> you guys should send out a Christmas card together. I'm so How dare you? Cute. I'm going to make a Hanukkah one. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can send two. I've, there you I've, go. I've thought about it. I want to grow out my what? chest hair like Kwanzaa. a lot of the, I want to grow out my chest hair and just have a Star David that hangs in my chest fro. And I just, I want to put a yarmulke right over top. You know. Yeah. Sexual in front of the fire. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Well, Hanukkah cards aren't a thing, that's but a it's like. That's a lot to handle. We ha- can make them a thing. They'd be Hanukkah Harry's holiday cards. Mm. I think you're on I'd give something. you a whole calendar. I think you're on to something. Mm. This is a good business idea. I it's think a- we're on to the next part of this <laughs> show. <laughs> We love it. The most important words to live by. You got your own mic. Yeah, I was. I was. Mm. <laughs> All right. Me most Im- black Bob important Barker. words to live by. Your fortune. I really want to say one that I. Mm. You guys ever seen that video where he's like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." <laughs> that guy's got it figured out. You ever seen that video? It's oh, like a news anchor. Him. And he's like trying to, oh. trying to. I'm blanking on his name, but he's trying to like get his, you know, practice in for his new era. And just something keeps going wrong in all of his takes. And finally, he just gets pissed. And he slams all of his shit down the table. And he's like, "Fuck it, fuck it, we'll do it live. We're doing it live." And I feel like those are some good words to live by. Fuck, fuck it, it, we'll do it live. It. Fuck, fuck it. it, we're you doing don't it need live. To, you don't need to overthink it. Just <laughs> uh, fuck I, it. Really we're doing it live. That's love a good that one. Shit. You know? I really love no, that. That's fucking awesome. It's applicable to every aspect of your life. Absolutely. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Like, fuck it. We got to prepare live on air. Fuck yeah. it. We got to get Should ready. Think on your feet, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Fuck we, it. We'll do it live. Well, for us as hosts, we always try to like build some rapport with guests we've never <laughs> yeah. met beforehand. And other times we're just like, like season two, we were like, we're not going to say a fucking word to each other until the mic's on. <laughs> no. See, and that's, you're living by it already. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fuck it. We do a lot. It's tense at first, though. Can you imagine if you just walked in here and just gave you a nod? Death yeah, that would be no a little words. scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. No worries. I would have been a little sweaty. No, I would have been a glass of water. Oh, no, my I'd... God. The water's so important. I just I just mentioned a glass of water so she would sip it more. I forgot I had it. Got you that. Psychology. Yeah. Got you that nice Slipped glass. right into my subconscious. You are brilliant. Thank you. Look at you. Oh, I'm sure you guys noticed audience out there that it looks a little bit more sexy in i here look today. maybe even a little bit tanner we got some candles really on tell. the table i feel like i look pale those of you who were listening on spotify you can't see the candles but 
Our Fish lighting guy. We just we had to. We got more intimate this time. We decided that it's kind of like a blues bar. We wanted to get Hannah in here and make her feel good. Set the mood. Let her know that we're easy going. The mood has been set. And we're human. We fuck up. We're chill. You know? And uh, if only you guys could see the full set today. <laughs> it's it's something to marvel at. It is really something. <sighs> it never looks like this, but it's cool. We're gonna we're gonna bounce right back we next made- week. We may do pig. We may do. We may do. We did our thing, man. Honestly, we rifle and root through the mud, pigs. And it fucking rolled. But uh, anyway, before we get things wrapped up here and close us out, Hannah, can you tell people what's going on with you in the future? How can they get in contact and how can they keep in touch with you and Trust? Yeah, for sure. Um, All right. Well, as of very recently, um, I'm actually doing booking for a venue in Cleveland called Temple Live. It's on Euclid Avenue. So if you're a musician, artist, whatever, hit me up and we can uh, get something cooking for you, a show, whatever it may be. Um, that's one way to stay in contact, another way to get involved. As for trust, we got a lot of stuff coming up, a ton. We uh, got some festival announcements coming. We got a lot of out-of-town shows that will be announced very soon. Um, we have a couple music videos and singles a-brewing. So it. there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out within the next couple of months from us. And um, just hit us up on socials, trust band, T-R-U-S-S band, all one word, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is that you use. Um, YouTube channel as well. YouTube. We got YouTube. We recently put out a music video, so check that out. Um, we have our own website, the whole nine yards. So just you know, follow us, follow us on all the socials. Stay connected. We're really active up on there. And um, you know, we're a fully DIY band, so anything that you see content-wise, any anything, it's coming from the four of us uh, directly. So we all put a lot of uh, work and love into this project. Shout so, out Hannah and the boys. Yeah. Shout out to my boys. And you people know, as always, stay important. Thank you for tuning in, Wee Wees. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button below. Hit follow if you're watching this on another thing going on. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at We Important. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audacity. We're fucking everywhere, We're man. We're everywhere in your dreams while you sleep and pee. <laughs> we Important Podcast, Wee Wees. As always, stay important. You know what it is. Hannah. Hannah. Thank y'all. Close us up. Ugh. Try. Where you been, darling, darling? Where you been, darling, darling? Where you been, darling? You've been holding this moment for you. Where you been, darling, darling? Where you been, darling, darling? Where you been, darling? You've been holding this moment for you. I told you your dreams would come true. I told you your dreams would come true. I told you your dreams would come true I told you your dreams would come